going on, everybody? This is Megan Rand, and this is episode eight of Random Encounters. Remember, when people tell you something's wrong or doesn't work for them, they are almost always right. When they tell you exactly what they think is wrong and how to fix it, they are almost always wrong. Neil Gaiman. Today's episode is called Never Read the Comments. Some advice that I had to learn the hard way. When I first started making music, I was given the most important piece of advice by Ohenny Savant, a coworker and even a mentor. He told me no matter what, never read the comments, never read the reviews, and never read any breakdowns or analysis of your art. You can share them, you can quote them, but never read them, and especially never internalize them. It seemed weird to me. As a reader, I love to read, And why wouldn't I want to read about my own art that I worked so hard on? And then it hit me. Ohenny told me that compliments and criticism are one and the same. If you take the good, then you must take the bad. If you believe it when they tell you that you're the greatest, you can't choose to not believe them when they tell you that you suck. We love to share the positive and ignore the negative, but at O's World, you cannot have both. When I first started rapping, I would email any of my favorite websites or blogs that posted all my other favorite artists, basically telling them that I was the next best thing since that musician that they liked. I'd even name drop some of my friends of mine that were successful and maybe say that that person encouraged me to write to them. And that was a mistake. One writer for a website called allhiphop.com effectively shut me down after I had blabbed to him that I'd done shows and songs with a guy named Reef The Lost Cause, who's a well-respected Philly MC who has smashed mics up and down the East Coast and was working his way to becoming the man in Philly when it came to raw underground hip hop. Many Philly MCs collaborated with Reef on their way up. As a bit of a rite of passage, Reef never disappointed, combining wit and raw hunger on every verse. He and I collaborated on Luminescence on the call in 2006 and then later on the Artillery remix for the Soul Veggies project. I don't remember the writer, but since all hip hop was based in the Philly area, I knew that they were familiar with Reef and his work, and I used that to open the door, while they used that to close the door. The dude responded with, yeah, everybody makes songs with Reef, not really a big deal. And honestly, we'd expect the rapper who was rhyming with Reef to make some raw, uncut, hard shit. This isn't our cup of tea. Thanks, but no thanks. Door closed. In this case, letting them know that I was down with Reef was actually a negative because it set them up to expect to hear one thing. Hardcore, East Coast, in-your-face, bully rap, which isn't exactly what I'm most comfortable with delivering. I always wonder if I had come to them just explaining what I do and how I do it, that I might have had some better results. From that day on, all hip-hop still hasn't written about me. I was so disappointed. I felt like a failure. It never hit my mind that anyone would not enjoy the music I was creating. Because up until that point, no one had ever given me negative feedback. Since then, I've seen some amazing things been written about me. Phoenix New Times called me Rapper of the Year. They said I was the most innovative rap artist of the last decade. Vice called me your new favorite rapper. But I've seen some negative as well. 
One reviewer said that the Dewey Decibel album was the most disappointing thing he had heard last year. So I've learned you gotta have tough skin when it comes to criticism. And I've preached that to every young artist I know. And then out of nowhere, good old self-doubt crept up on me. And it came from the very place that helped to build me way back in 2011. I'm talking about Reddit. So I released a song on December 18th called The Randalorian. I thought that was catchy because it was based on the Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. The beat is by Rifty Beats. He flipped Ludwig Göransson's awesome Mandalorian title theme and we made a banger. The feedback was great for the first two days as I watched the views climb up. As I'd hoped, the song started to reach some great websites, people were tweeting about it, and eventually it hit Reddit on the Now Hear This section of the site. I clicked the link, which was a mistake. The very first comment said, cringe, this is the worst. I couldn't even make it 30 seconds, awful, awful music. This comment hit me pretty hard because I worked so hard on this song. I listened to this beat a hundred times. This producer worked so hard on it. I wrote and rewrote the lines at least 20 times. I practiced this chorus over and over again to make it hit correctly. An excellent engineer mixed and mastered it. And to get the response of cringe, really grinded my gears. As a musician with well over my 10,000 hours in the game, I never thought I could create something that would make a fan say cringe. So it really, really got under my skin. I even got petty. I looked up this user's previous comments online to see if he had liked anything or was positive about anything. Turns out he wasn't, but worse, I even thought about deleting the song from my YouTube account immediately. I almost did, honestly. But something stopped me. It was the fact that this bit of criticism was not constructive in any way at all. They didn't say the beat was mixed bad. He didn't say the lines weren't delivered well. He didn't say the chorus was sloppy. They just said it wasn't their cup of tea, which is fine. You're okay. You don't have to like it. Just an opinion. Not gonna beat you up over your opinion. My rage almost hit me until I scrolled further and saw several other commenters that were praising the song, saying that this person was crazy for hating and only listening for 30 seconds. But that made me even more confused. Because remember, I can't believe the bad and I can't believe the good. Those are the rules. I didn't make them. But it was William Faulkner who said, the artist doesn't have time to listen to the critics. The ones who want to be writers read the reviews. The ones who want to write don't have time to read reviews. And that hit me. I shouldn't even have time to address criticism because I should be too busy. I am too busy. I got family. I got music. I got travel. I got so much going on. I got memes to make and read. I'm too busy enjoying the attention of people who actually rock with me. So, if you find yourself focused on whoever doesn't like you, you might have too much time on your hands. That means it's time to learn a new skill, take up a new project, or try something different. I hope this helps. Never read the comments. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Random Encounters. They aren't exactly weekly or monthly, they're just whenever I have ideas or lessons or thoughts that I want to share. So thanks for tuning in. 
Today's beat is by the alumni. I also asked my Patreon subscribers to give me a little bit of words of wisdom that they thought could help out other folks through a voicemail. And today's is from Rodney. You can get your voicemail in by hitting me up on patreon.com slash megaran. Take it away, Rodney. Hey, Ran. This is Rodney from Portland, Oregon. I just wanted to call and let you know how much I appreciate what you're doing. I've been listening since a friend put me on to Black Materia right around the time it came out. And really, the way you have of navigating the struggles of living and creating and running into disappointments and failures, all that with raw honesty, but hope too, has been just the hugest thing for me. Really, I might not be in as healthy a place as I am today if it weren't for your music. Over the last couple of years, because of my own creative failures and disappointments, depression has been hitting me harder than ever, and it's been songs like Determination, Walking on Water, The Random Track Home, Awakening, Infinite Lives, Wouldn't Miss It for the World. These are the songs that I've kept coming back to over and over and over every time I start feeling myself buckling under the weight of frustration and depression. And it's God, man. I know God's been speaking hope and perseverance into me through you, through your work, and into so many hearts and lives who need it most. So thank you. Thank you for doing what you do, Ren. Thank you for being a blessing and keeping your dogs fed. I know I'm certainly better for it. So thank you. Peace. <laughs> 